Yo, welcome back to another episode of Unfilter University. It's your boy Big Groove in the building. And it's Jay Morris. And in his absence, shout out to the ears. The Professor Travis. And once again, we got the one and only great, great, great. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Yes, sir. Your boy Will Brown back for the second time. Appreciate y'all having me. We got MJ in here, too. Shout out to the cameraman. But yeah, we definitely got to have you back. Like, it's always love when you come through and everything like that. How, how have y'all been? Our week been actually pretty good, man. Um, I started my new job this week. New experience, new, totally different role than previous I'm used to. So, just um, trying to learn the system, and it's crazy because we're in the, learning the system that they own. But in like two or three weeks, I'm gonna have to learn the new system that they integrate. So, um, I'm just trying to catch up, see how they do things on a day to day basis, and getting acclimated with the team. And so, yeah, I've been loving it though so far. Though they seem like some nice people, seem like a place. Um, where the culture is cool so far from what I've seen, from what other people tell me. So, yeah, man, I think it's going to be good. That's what about you, Will? Can't complain, bro. I'm finally breaking through with this real estate thing. Found a couple properties that I like. Hopefully, I can land those, make some flips, make some money on the road to financial freedom. That's what's up. That's what's up. Financial freedom. Hey, did, did we tell you about, did you mention your big thing? Or you oh, want to mention man. it? Uh, I mean, uh, it's been a long time coming. Uh, we had, we closed on the crib last week, uh, last Wednesday. Matter of fact, was it last Wednesday or Wednesday before last? One or two. And then uh, definitely a couple of days later, got a new whip too. So, yeah, you know, we, we've been doing big things over in my house and shit. Like, to say the least, it's been, like, joyous. And I ain't even thinking of the right word but it's like it's it's definitely like dreams come true because like you always want to be able to say like yeah i own my own home and to shout out will like i remember will telling me a couple years ago like like yeah like that like get into it like it's it's like it's worth it especially like again having kids to see you this early in my life be able to be like, like yeah like my daddy owned his house like yeah. my, my mom owned like own her home like like my parents own their crib like it's to teach them that early like how important it is and for them to see you going to work every day to make shit happen. Like it was, like it, like what it did for my morale. Like I can't even tell you. Like, it, like put put like this, it put me in a great headspace. Like it's a lot of responsibility and shit to come with it, but it's a long time coming. It was long overdue. And it's something that should be celebrated too. Yeah. That's just one thing we don't do enough. It's like the initial. Oh man, you get in the house. Okay, that's cool, but. Signing them papers and, and, and some of our parents never had that You know So for us to take that step And a lot of us didn't know How to do that It's something that should be Celebrated across the board Yeah definitely Yeah you mentioned that Like a lot of people Don't know what t- what it takes To you know Get approved for a long gig mm-hmm. So For someone to go through That steps And that's just a long process But once you get to that End role It definitely is a real Satisfying thing And it's going to be even more satisfying. If you got a mortgage, it's going to be even more satisfying once you pay that joint off. So Absolutely. But see, you know what's funny, though? Um, and I think it needs to be, I guess, talked about more. Um, we leave high school going into college or the military or the work field, whatever whatever your path is. And within, if, if not fresh out of high school, but within the first five years of being in high school, most of us be 
in the credit range if we ain't doing no wild shit or our parents ain't doing no wild yeah. shit mm-hmm. um, to actually be in a position to start looking for a home. Now, if you ain't got the finances in the bank as far as what you need for closing and um, for maintenance of the home and everything like that, that's different. But like, if you been about your paper, you got like legit income and you can show your paperwork and all that. Like, we weren't taught early on to like, yeah, you know, go like, yeah, you in a position now early like. A lot of us could have owned our own home before thirty, before twenty five. Yeah. Like it's and looking back on it, like like damn, I wish I'd have did it sooner. Like, yeah, like I really, goal. really wish I'd have. I wish somebody would have told me like, yeah, like okay, shit, you got a, you got a six hundred, you got a six fifty, you got like you got enough for FHA loan. Oh, you went to the military, you definitely get the VA loan. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you got X amount of dollars in the bank and you got blah 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 blah. Like, it's yeah, it's a lot of work that goes into it, but it's a lot. Of stuff that we've already been like ahead of the eight ball on. Yeah. Somebody just should have been able to tap us on the shoulder and be like, hey, yeah, why don't you, instead of just going to do some dumb shit or whatever, like, why don't you go buy you a crib? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was just going to mention that, like, you know, thinking back at that age, though, you probably doing so much stuff. Like, I always think about on how much money I blew just doing dumb stuff. Nigga, like, I didn't miss a release date you know when I was young. And thinking about two hundred eighty, like it's four weeks in it. It's four weeks in a month, most most month. Two, two, two. That's eight hundred dollars on shoes. Not to mention clothes to go with them. Goddamn, going out trekking over here, bullshitting over here. Like just throwing money away. Like, and then I think too, like a lot of people once they in that age range where they can move out of their parents' home, they first things I'm getting my own apartment. Mm -hmm. You know, they don't think I'm about to get my own house. Like you never hear that. Never hear nobody say I'm about to get my own house. It's like I always want to get my own apartment. And you think about like you said, it's it's ways out there for people to, you know, have if they ain't got it all the way, it's extra help out there for them. Like programs, first time home buyers. Yeah. Like I ain't learned about first time home buyers until I started working into the bank in the bank. And I would help with um, a lot of people do like um credit and asset builder loans. And uh, that's something I wish I would have knew at like 18, you know what I'm saying? Because if I'm paying you so much money every month, if I'm paying you $40 a month, they just taking it and putting it into a savings account for me. Once this term loan up, my credit score done went up and I got this money that, it's my money that I didn't been paying into. Right. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of people did that to help them purchase their first home. But I want to throw this out there too, as far as our people. Y'all hit on credit. What we don't realize is there's other races out there that have good credit and they make their kids authorized users. Mm-hmm. So by the time you're 20, you got 20 years of good standing credit because that parent made you an authorized user. And it's no different than you using that credit. So by the time it's time for you to go ahead and get a home and, you know, they look at your credit, you got an 800. You got a 755. That's not an issue. So things like that is something we got to start to spread to each other to where we can start breaking some of these curses. Because generational curses ain't just, you know, oh, work a nine to five now. You know, you got to start teaching our kids to be entrepreneurs. We got to start teaching our kids about credit and how to get homes and, you know, stop pushing the narrative of, oh, as soon as my kid 18, you got to go. Because you're sending them out there with no knowledge and to do what? And. Like you said, people are quick to say, oh, I can't wait to get an apartment. No, 
No knock to people who have an apartment, mm-hmm. but there are so many benefits of having a home over an apartment. Yeah. You don't pay that rent in your apartment, they got the right to put you out instantly. Mm-hmm. And everything that you got, they don't care if you got a kid, any of that. You come up short with a mortgage, the one thing about it is they got a foreclosure process. Mm-hmm. So even if you know, hey, I'm getting kicked out, you know, it may feel a little embarrassing and things of that nature, but you can still constantly say every bit up to six months to a year. And the banks are constantly trying to work with you because they don't yeah. want that home back anymore. Yeah, they don't want the house. They want to get their money mm-hmm. at the end of the day. So they go work with you to whatever payment plan you want to do. If we got to refinance or restructure, mm-hmm. they're willing to do that, you know. So. And let's stop be, being scared to ask the information. Even if you're not in the perfect position mm-hmm. to do this at this point, get the information. You know, have people that's around you that encourage you to do better and show you how to fix your credit or, you know, show you I only had to put this amount. Like, let's have open conversation. We talk about everything else. Yeah. Hey, man, did you get that new release on the such and such? Man, I'm telling you, go to Jimmy Jazz. They man. still got some people that forget. Yeah. Let's start giving information about stuff that's helpful to us. Yeah. And then, like, with it being 2021, man, like, you think about how... Just technology. I like more information is open than, even, mm-hmm. than it was 10 years ago. So I feel like the newer generation of people really shouldn't be that too much, too many excuses to not, you know, at least try to seek that information out. Like, there's people, even if you're on social media, it's always someone talking about credit, talking about how you should do this, even if you don't necessarily believe because, of course, you know, people make shit up. Look into it. If it interests you, research it yourself and you'll find the answer. Well, what I say is, um, in combination with both with what both of you are just said, um, we gotta start following the right people, and by by that I mean, we so quick to follow behind the funny motherfucker, the, like the, the people that make all the jokes. They they so quick with it, like they we think they doing the hottest shit, so we just follow behind them as opposed to like thinking for ourselves. Like like you said, like don't be scared to ask those questions and talk to the right people. Like we so afraid and prideful about getting clowned for mm-hmm. for letting it be known that hey I'm ignorant in this area or I don't know or I, or I lack knowledge that we just sit up there we he, we he he and we ha ha with every time Dick and Harry because they just making shit funny as opposed to like really like okay like you really got questions about finance you really got questions about improving your credit or um, first time home buying classes or anything else across the board but you just scared to ask because you. Don't want to come off as if like you don't know. Fam, ain't no shame in not knowing shit. Like, like it's not. And you just sitting there, again, not to sound like the nigga from the what's the, whatever college commercial that was from the early two thousand. <laughs> but you sitting there like with you like, with, home. yeah, <laughs> like, like, like you legit don't have like the knowledge that you want, but you afraid to ask. Like, fam, like it's first of all, we all got phones. Like the knowledge is at our fingertips. But I also understand you don't know what you don't know. So, mm-hmm. if you, so if you don't know what to ask about. You're not going to know what to search no way. But you see a thousand motherfuckers posting good shit all day long on social media or whatever. Man, dive in that motherfucking inbox and say, hey, no disrespect. I ain't trying to be all in your business. Congratulations on the blah, blah, blah. How'd you do that? Like, how'd you go about that? I ain't asking for all your personal information, but could you point me in the right direction? Could you put me in contact with the right people? And then, shit, I learned this as a kid. The most motherfuckers can tell you is no. And if they tell you no, you don't stop. Bark up another tree. Because if you really care about whatever it is that you're inquisitive of, shit, like, 
a real motherfucker ain't gonna slam the door in your face, but even if they do, like that don't mean you quit. Like that don't mean you give up. Like you you keep trying, like you keep searching because at the end of the day it's your life that you're trying to improve. Right. Or you can be content with just whatever you your current state is. But you ain't gotta stay that way. Like I like again, like I thank God for y'all and other people in my corner that was just out there open and, and willing to assist in areas that I knew I needed help on in times where I didn't ask or didn't know what to ask or whatever. Like, nigga, it's the information is out there. It's there. It, it's out there. And it's I'm I'm one to tell you, like, ain't nobody here behind none of these mics the type to just oh no, I ain't finna fuck with you. Like look, if if I don't know the person, we'll know the person. If we don't know the person, you know the person. Like so on and so forth. Like it's a it's a real network. Like like mm-hmm. like and we we wanna see everybody win. Like it's when I closed on my house I called everybody that I knew that didn't have a house and gave the information. The exact everybody, same shit. They, every step that I took and I got the information, I called everybody to say, you can take this course. It's this amount of money. They're going to pay the 3.5% down for you. Literally, I mean, when I, when I closed on my house, I know for a fact, total, with the appraisal, the down payment, and the course, I paid Eight hundred and fifty bucks, mm-hmm. literally eight hundred fifty bucks, and I got five hundred back. Yeah, I got it. at closing. I got yeah. my five hundred back. I got like three back at closing. Yeah, and that's you know it's, it's the same thing. I was telling my brother, like um, my brother had told me like he wants to buy a house now, and I'm like, you know, I say you work for city of Chicago, you Chicago, you this much. All you gotta do is go to this fucking Saturday class and take it, and they go help now, you out. Now you gotta look for. You know, wherever you want to live in the area. Now, look, I will tell you about EC, though, because I was, um, I had put an offer in on the home. Um, we ended up getting outbidded on that home, but, for, like, I know my aunt did it, and she got it for her home, I, and I believe it's 10000 for already 10, 000, for yeah. already built home, and it's like worth 20000 for a brand new home. But it's hell trying to get in that class, and I don't know if, if the lady was just being difficult that day. But I'm talking about like I was called because it's a specific lady you got to well, mm-hmm. office you got to call, and I'm talking about like I like the office opened up at like seven eight in the morning. Like I I had called the messages they transferred me. So yeah, I'm gonna call you back. Mm-hmm. Of course you never call me back. Oh whatever. So I'm like okay, I see what this is. Like they probably trying to reserve it for for they people or whoever, mm-hmm. but. Like it's he's not the only person. It's, it's yeah, kind of the first time home. Hammond, Hammond has Hammond, those Hammond, programs, Hammond. And, and I'll tell you this too: for a lot of people, definitely don't sleep on the Geary market. Yeah, on the west side, not the yeah. east side, but don't sleep on that market as well because you still got a lot of hundred thousand dollar homes. You still mm-hmm. got a lot of people that's fixing and flipping these homes to where you know um, they got great value, and you know a lot of um, what people are sleep on is. If you're a first-time home buyer, going to get you a duplex mm-hmm. to where you stay in one, rent the other three out to where they pay the entire mortgage, and you stack your money, and then the next year or the year after that, when you feel you're comfortable enough, you go get what you really want mm-hmm. on somebody else's dime. We're not taught that either. And that's an option that you have. You know, you don't have to always start out with, you know, the dream home because you may not be able to afford that. But going that route to where you have made a smart investment to say, not only is this building mine, but I'm renting these other three units out for a year or two. I'm I'm staying here now rent free, but it's mine. Now I got enough capital 
more uh, credit to go get what I want. If you want that house to be built a certain way, you got somebody paying for it. It's a beautiful start right there for you. And um, when you mentioned that duplex, I know, you know, a lot of people don't want to just live in our area. You know, people who move to Chicago. I know a few people who moved to Chicago and got a duplex. And they doing that same thing. You said they renovated it. They mm -hmm. rented out a portion of it. And then they live in the other part of it. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Derek. Yeah. Uh, one of my guys who came with me freshman year at Purdue from NAP. Uh, what's Derek? Uh, Derek Um Bought his first home was a duplex rented out. I believe mm -hmm. the the upper level or the bottom, whichever one it was. But the same, I, I know a couple people that did it. We like, I ain't trying to belabor this point because we had other topics stuff to get into. But continuing on that notion, um, elaborate on a conversation that you and I had earlier this week. So I, I always sit back sometime and I look at the internet just to see different topics that's being discussed, and obviously the the whole um, culture vulture discussion had been going on more so towards Vlad and the Vlad TV interviews that go on and you know you see people who say you know Vlad is this and oh yeah he a coach virtual no he not and we spent I was just saying you know my my thought process is we spend so much time debating each other over stuff that means nothing in the end because whether he's a coach virtual or not is it stopping his money my thing is we need to hold ourselves accountable and to eliminate that culture vulture mentality and people doing this to us, we need to support ourselves. You know, there's a lot of platforms that do the exact same thing Vlad do, but we don't champion those. It's mm -hmm. just like, ah, you know, I know him. I might give it a listen or, nah, it ain't really my thing. But you will sit there and continue to support people who don't support you, do nothing for you, and keep making a mockery out of culture. But we're just going to keep having these debates about how they're hurting the black community and mm -hmm. stealing from us and not giving back and instead of championing our own. And that, that was, that was my thought process behind it. You know, let's start holding our own selves accountable with this. Mm -hmm. If you all got your own platform, everybody that know you personally, everybody that's friends, family, you went to school with, if you own my social media timeline, you should be sharing this. That's free. You should be liking the post, engaging. Right. Y'all tell Rick Ross happy happy birthday, and you know you celebrating his success and this black excellence on every celebrity that you don't know, but a person you grew up with all your life in the same neighborhood, you don't champion that person the exact same way, and that's how you eliminate that. You know, you you have someone that looks like you and can relate to you and know your culture. There's no reason why you're not hitting these platforms, reaching out, and you know if they got merchandise, buy it. Mm -hmm. Don't don't hurt. Buy it. Support. We have to take care of our own, and that's the problem to me. Yeah, you're right. And um, when you mentioned like just like going, like how people talk about Vlad, like I never, I never called Vlad the fit, but Vlad the fit. I can't even get it out right. See, because they'll just say, right, Vlad the Feds, he's not a cop um, like that. But um, as far as, like, you bigging up other platforms, there's so many other, like, platforms out there who are like Vlad uh, from black individuals that they do not show them the same type of love. At all. At all. And, like, it's just crazy to me because, like, you'll keep going back to Vlad, but you don't like him or you'll keep talking mm -hmm. about him, but you won't go to this other platform Whereas a young black dude who, you know, doing something respectable, 
and you just won't show them the same type of love. You'll go to Adam 22. You'll now. go to Adam 22. I ain't going to blame one Adam 22 now. Uh, who who openly told I took the same steps that Vlad yeah, took and I did the exact same thing. Yeah. So he's telling you this. The dude uh, from Say Cheese. He said it. Yeah. I took my same formula from Vlad and turned it into what it is. Yeah. And people don't, you think celebrities like that will go to him. You know what I'm saying? But they don't even go to him. You know what I'm saying? Like none of these old time celebrities who just want to get their shit off or whatever. And uh, I know we was talking earlier, you mentioned, what's his name? Charleston. Charleston White. He, he got started on. Mm-hmm. Say cheese. I remember say cheese posting. Yep, he was the first. Say cheese, and then he, he went to Vlad. I think he might have been on Adam Twenty Two. He ended up getting his own after that, yeah. but you know he got canceled. And 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 it's a lot of little things that you know because I'm an interview person. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm always gonna be on the side of what I feel is right. Yeah, and stay stay there with it. But um, Vlad reached out to him to tell him some of the things that he was saying. Yeah. He was gonna get banned. Yeah, and he basically looked at Vlad and was like, no, nah, I'm going to keep doing this. I mean, you don't know what you're talking about. Now nah, he's banned Yeah. over the things that he's saying. Mm-hmm. But again, that's why I say even when it comes to YouTube and all these different platforms banning him, if we support our own, we won't have to worry about that. Because some of the things that we do say in, our, in the comfort of our own homes or when we around our own people, you know, like Instagram, they, they'll take your page if you say certain stuff. Certain yeah. things that's being said is what we say in the black culture. Mm-hmm. But if we have our own version of an Instagram and we support that, you don't have to worry about that happening. It's like, let them have, you know, mm-hmm. they stuff if, if they don't understand the black culture. And I'm not, you know, on here to be like, oh, don't deal with anybody other than blacks. I'm just saying if we champion our own, that gives us more leverage to say we don't need that over there. You don't understand us. You don't like what we say. You know, you, you you're against you know fashion that we we wear and you know this whole council when we champion all we don't have to worry about that it eliminates a lot of that mm-hmm. um and like I, like I said earlier um that point is what took me back to um the monique breakfast club interview no it wasn't the breakfast club interview she was doing an interview with somebody else but long story short she was asked, um, matter of fact, she was on WGCI uh, one morning when I was getting off work. And somebody had asked her, um, would she ever consider um, hosting Oscars? And she basically, not really like poo-pooed it or, or, or shoved it off, but she was like, no, like, I'm, I'm not really enthused about it. And she basically went in depth and was like, but if they, if, but if they ever asked me to host the NAACP Awards, I'd jump at the chance. And on the first listen, like most people would be like, You'll host the NAACP Awards over the Oscars? Like the Oscars, like you know what the Oscars is? But she, again, like I said, she went in depth. It's like we're, we're taught to always think we're not enough. Like we quit to put somebody else's platform, or like, like you said, like not to say that, yeah, we just tell you to buy black, but it's like we have the NAACP Awards, we got the Stella Awards and all that. Why don't we treat that, or the Soul Train Awards, why don't we treat that like the Grammys uh, and the exactly. VMAs and the, and the Oscars and so on and so forth? Like, we we always run somebody else up to champion their stuff, to bring in their dollars, to boost up 
they ratings and all that. When we got our own stuff where we can call our own shots, we can champion the people that we want to champion. Like, it tripped me out to kind of, like, further the conversation. I did. I never knew until uh, Morris Chestnut's interview, I forgot who he was with a couple years back. He's he's never been invited to the Oscars. Yeah. Like, blew my mind. Because he is like, okay, he does a lot of the same type moves, but Hollywood in general is typecast. Everybody in Hollywood... Denzel always playing a cop or some authority figure. Um, Will Smith always playing some sci-fi type or love type character, like so on and so forth. But it's like when you think about the people in Hollywood or in entertainment that you do know, and then you sit back and like, oh, like damn, that motherfucker ain't never been invited to the Oscars. Like so, like when Monique said what she said, it, like it really resonated with me because I'm like, okay, like we should all have that mentality. Not to say that we can't enjoy that just as much as we enjoy this or vice versa, but it's like, why are we so conditioned to believe that we are not enough? Like, and I've been on that ever since. So it's like, again, to piggyback off what you said, like, it's no reason that your homeboy, not even your, he ain't gotta be a homeboy. Somebody that you know familiar with, your area, school, so on and so forth, is doing something in the, in the neighborhood or the community and you not chiming in with you got so and so doing the basketball camp why you ain't sending your kids you got so and so um, got a clothing brand or, or, or promoting music you ain't got to listen to the music you ain't necessarily got to like the clothing brand put a couple dollars in their pockets because you running down there to, like you said the Gucci and Fendi and Prada and, and all these other motherfuckers who whether they give a damn about you or not you don't know them you ain't you didn't see their grind you didn't see their struggle you know the sacrifices Tom, Dick, and Harry at the street making. You you see the the times where they kids going hungry. You, like you see the sacrifices they making. Like why don't we champion that shit? Like it's that's just that's crazy to me. We struggle to see value in our own selves because we will give you a million excuses of why we don't. You know, oh well, you know, certain black people when it comes to their business and stuff, they unprofessional. That ain't everybody. And, you know, we'll sit there and say, well, they want too much. But how do you know what what work they put in, the, the, the quality that they're giving you? Quality costs. We, we all know that. Do you know the quality of Louis Gucci? No. You see a rapper wear it, and if I see that rapper who has money, oh, they got to be successful, and they wearing them clothes, it's going to make me feel like, Feel like not be feel like I'm just as equal as being that person uh, as far as success wise. Come on, man! Like see value in in your own, you know. And not to say you gotta support every black because you know we also know on the flip side <laughs> some people gonna give you some some non nonsense some or whatever the case is. We understand that, but again, every person stuff ain't trash. Yeah, like champion one, that's my champion one. Get the the first one to the top. We should have one in radio, one in fashion, one in the music industry, one in the league, whatever the case may be, champion one. And then hopefully that person reaches back out to bring the next one up. If we do our part, that eliminate a lot of this nonsense. Yeah, you mentioned that. I was like, I, I hate when people say, um, this why I don't support black business. Like, all right, man, every black business ain't the same, for one. Like, if you 
I got shitty service at one McDonald's or one KFC, I'm gonna go to the next one. And exactly. So they all shitty in the area. I know they all. Every black business in your area can't be shitty, man. At all. It's just impossible. Otherwise, they wouldn't be around. Like, so I hate when people say that. Like you said, just it's just one. Like if you find that one that you like, champion. It. Don't not like oh I support it, but I ain't never shared this shit. I ain't never. Uh, Told nobody else about him, keeping it a secret, and then wondering why the shit go out of business later because you ain't supporting it the way you would support fucking Popeye's chicken sandwich. And sometimes why so, we can't just be quiet, why we can't just support it, and, and although the the experience wasn't where we wanted best. it to be, I've yeah. been to plenty of restaurants like a Longhorn. Um, Fridays, Applebee, all of these type of restaurants where the whole, the service was horrible, and I've went back. So when it comes to people that look like me, I could sit there and say, well, you know, I ain't really like that. I ain't appreciate that. But I ain't got to blast it to the world. Yeah. I still support it. All right, I'm going to move on. I'm not going to sit there and knock what that person is doing um, and hurt their chances of making it to the top just because of that bad experience that I had. Because, again, you don't treat everyone else like that. But yeah. it's something about not seeing value in ourselves that make us say, oh, no, I ain't messing with them no more. Yeah. We have spread it to everybody. Yeah, I ain't fooling no, with no, that no more. It's such a short leash. With us, mm-hmm. like it was. When you mentioned there's one place I did. I ain't gonna say their name. The first time I went there, I was pissed. Like this shit, like shitty. I ain't never coming back here again. It ain't been like, like six months later, I went back, and the service was amazing. So it's like, you know, yeah, I ain't bash them when I was. I ain't telling like nobody else not to go there. But that one experience, like didn't deter me from like going to other places. They didn't even stop me from going back like because I went back just to you know see maybe they changed this in the future. You know? So I mean, because at the, at the end of the day everybody's human. Everybody's entitled to a bad day. I might have caught you on your yeah, bad day. True. I might have caught your business on, on a, a stress day. Yeah, on a stressful yeah. day where it's like oh the cook might have called off or the dishwasher might have been short or, or your your deliveries might have been bagged up or whatever the case may be so it affected everything else going on in the day like just because you bump into somebody and like they coming off crazy or whatever don't mean you got to give them that energy back and I ain't saying that, that you let them talk to you wild and crazy and get all disrespectful with you but if they body language ain't seeming like you know the most inviting or whatever instead of you giving them that negative energy back why don't you just greet them with a smile? Why don't you just like talk to them and and, and I ain't saying get all up in their business, but give them the, the little bit of humanity that you wanted them to give you in general, and see if that don't change the shit. Because nine times out of ten it might. Like sometimes shit, the supervisor might be getting on on the waitress or the waiter's nerves, or vice versa, and everything going on. Like you ain't gotta add to the confusion and still think that you're gonna get the most positive result. Cause that's that's stupid to think that. Like mm-hmm. no, like. All that's gonna do is make the situation worse. And then what you gonna do? You probably not gonna eat that because you think they back there doing some wild shit to your to food, your food or fucking up your, your clothes. Like my mom used to say this all the time. What to this day she says, a little bit of kindness take you a long way. Like sometimes people like a little sugar on their shit. Like yeah, it's a bad situation. You ain't gotta add to it. Like and again, like I said, like we ain't gotta have such a short leash with our people. Like like you said, you. You've had shitty service at Longhorns and other places, and you went back. Look, we trying to get all of these business. Well, not, not even all of them, but like you said, trying to get one off the ground. You had a, a fucked up experience. If it wasn't to the point where you was ready to come to blows, and this motherfucker was 
running your name through the mud or making you feel like less than a human being, go back and try it again. And then if it's, if it really is like the, that's just the environment that's negative and everything like that, okay, then like write them off. And I ain't even necessarily say run their name through the mud because it could just be you. Like like you might just like you might be the X factor in that situation. Hey, I was just having this conversation with somebody and uh, this person is definitely the X factor. I know like, a couple X factors. Like, yeah, I ain't going nowhere with them. <laughs> nope. No, straight up. Like, 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 put it like this. If you're the type of person that every time we're out, you got to see the manager or you have to send something back. Like, I swear to God. Like, it's a reason why I've only been out. Like, and there's a couple people that tell you that. Like, yeah. I've only been out with Marcus one time. Oh, he's only ever came to me. Because it's like, put like I, I bullshit you not. I got one friend, and I'm not going to put him out there. Every time we used to go to a restaurant, they picking up the forks, the spoons, the, all oh, this, examine it. Uh, why do you, like, fam, you, like, I get it. You don't even try to put no dirty shit in your mouth. But you come here all the time, and every time you come here, you do that. You think that uh, if it's that big of a problem, but you stop coming. coming. Clearly, you ain't going to stop coming. So, it can't be that big of a, of a deal. Like, stop searching for a goddamn cheap way to get some free. Like, like, like that shit is embarrassing. Like, I swear to God, that shit is mad embarrassing. Like, like it's hella embarrassing. And it makes us look bad as a whole because, you you know, like, they deal with the shit all day. They know what you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. So, like, you doing this power struggle back and forth tug of war. Like, okay, I'm giving them hell. Now they giving me hell. And then, you know, you know motherfuckers believe that customers are always right shit. Let me let y'all know a little, little secret. That shit is not true. That is far from the truth. That shit is not. You talking to two motherfuckers that worked the food service for years. Like, fam. Yeah, that shit man. is not, like, look. Working in sales and customer service, period. Like, no, they is not right. They are wrong. <laughs> Don't let motherfuckers. If they complain, yeah. they wrong. <laughs> like that shit just embarrassing and it, you it, it ain't gotta be that way like it, like it don't like treat every time you're somewhere like it's the most important situation that you could have and you want the best experience out of it like shit check your attitude at the door like you don't want motherfuckers coming in your house with a fucked up attitude yeah. nitpicking over every little thing and shit like cause if that if it's that bad guess what you ain't have to come over yeah you tell them to leave and I you know, you can't really tell the customer to get out like that, but you can, though, man. Shit, old boy, old boy, old boy, what? Turkey Hut, I'm saying this shit. All right, so Turkey Hut, right? We Did we talk about Turkey Hut before? I, I don't think so. Not you, on that. You heard about the Turkey Hut? The, the dress code and yeah. all that? Yeah, me and him touched on just over the phone. I'm cool with a dress code, but we actually in a hut, man, so... <laughs> I'm like, chill out. <laughs> like, they was being excessive a little bit, I felt. But I guess they business. They can do what they want to. But see, let, let me throw yeah. this out there that I told him. Okay. Because I bought this example of when me and him talk. If you don't like their rules, again, from our city, we got Ashley. Ashley Tall. She got the Ashley Nicole's uh, experience. Mm-hmm. Why we ain't boosting her up to where she'll be just as big as that? And sit there and say she could relate to us. Because you mean to tell me she can't cook what they cooking? We got Jared, who got me at West Eats. And, they, and I'm probing y'all stuff. Just to point that out. I'm probing Both of their food, nope, food be fine. Just as good as anything else yeah. that you would eat. 
But we rather go there because we know celebrities be there. It's out of town and all that kind of stuff. But they started somewhere. So that's what I'm saying. We don't like what's being presented to us. We have some just as equal to where we don't have to deal with that. But we don't see enough value in our own to push that to the top. Until Until they make it. Exactly. Until they make it. Let Drake get some of their food. And put it on his ground. Oh man, that such and such on my neighborhood. I went to school with such and such. Yeah, that food is fine. Come on, man. But that's what I let me ask y'all this. I I, I always wondered this. Why do people get uncomfortable calling out the ones that we call friends and family? See the same same problem that I'm talking about, it starts with that there. Y'all got your own podcast. Everybody that's in your circle should be championing what y'all are doing. We'll know certain people that won't do it. We don't say anything. We're just like, "Ah, you know, that's just such. No, why are you around me then? Why why is it so uncomfortable for us to say, no, I want to have, not in front of everybody, but even if you pull them to the side, why do you think that is? See, some oh, people yeah. don't like conversation. Um, I know, like, because everybody know, like, outside, like, Marcus and Trav, like, I hang, like, everybody's my family, like, cousins, mm-hmm. like, my cousin, blood cousins. So, I, I don't have a problem to those niggas, like, hey, man, you better listen to me. <laughs> I, I tell them all the time, play sticky, that's my guy, fat. I'll tell them all the time, like, listen to my shit, man, share it on Facebook or whatever. I tell them all the time. If they don't do it, I don't care. Like that, I mean. You should though. I look at it like, man, maybe we just these niggas don't give a fuck. Oh well. I would, I would think that that would be an issue though, because again, we will champion everyone else, and when you got the opportunity to push our own to the top, yeah. we don't. Yeah. I, I honestly say this, bro, and not to cut you off, but I honestly say this, and this, this is where I'm at in life. If you ain't supporting me, you can go and get on. Because I support pretty much everybody. You know, I, I do this thing now where on my on my Insta story, on my Facebook stories, I take other people's work and businesses and I share it. I don't profit off of that. But my thing is, there may be somebody on my timeline that didn't know you were doing this. It's free. It's free. We all got spare time because we, we, will, we will share a story about... A beautiful uh, proposal that has nothing to do with us. We will share, you know, the latest flies, kicks, or, mm-hmm. or, or a car that none of us could afford. Somebody's album coming out. Everything we're going to share. I, I hold you to that same degree of what I would do for you. Mm-hmm. We got to stop that. And we got to start holding our own accountable. Because, again, it's 2021 and we still talking about this. Yeah. You mark my words, when 2022 hit... We'll still be talking yeah, about this. Twenty three. We'll be talking about you, this. You know what though? It, because it's oh, because as much as I agree with you one thousand percent, I'm on the flip side of that. If you my man and you see the work that I'm putting in, and, and you see like what I'm trying to do, because I'm like you, like I share everybody's shit, like like I'm 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 boosting your shit, like like if you got an album coming out or you. You got a clothing or you, whatever you doing, if we tight and all of that, I'm sharing your shit. If I realize that I keep you around me and you not doing that same, or even if we just cool or whatever, like, I pay attention to people that don't do that. Because it lets me know that 
you don't look at me the same way I look at you. Mm -hmm. And it might not even be no hate, but that does raise the question as to, okay, are you going to act different if I blow up? Because if you act different once I blow up, once I blow up or whatever, then I'm going to have to pull you to the side. Because you were here the whole time when I was doing my grinding stage and I was all the blood, sweat, and tears and sleepless nights, this, that, and the third. But now that it's dollars, real dollars coming in, a real notoriety, whatever you want to call it. Now you here, not like, and we all know people like that, like mm -hmm. that, like I put it like this. I know somebody that used to run a motherfucking name through the mud, and now that they really on their shit, like now that you you all in a corner and everything like that, like I look at you weird because you don't really fuck with them. You fuck with their movement. And and what could possibly come from that? Like, I low-key... I guess that's a blessing and a curse the way I see it. Because I'm glad that everybody don't do that. Because it lets me know where you stand without you even really telling me. Because 90% of human communication is non-verbal. Like, like I, I don't need a whole lot of yes men around me. You Like, like because you probably don't even mean in no way. Mm -hmm. I, like, it's, there is a, a beauty in the fact that you going about your day like I ain't doing shit. But see, like I said, for me, I don't. There will never be an opportunity that when I blow, me and you have a discussion. See, again, for me, like I said, if you're not supportive of me, I don't want you around me. And again, support don't mean you buying products exactly. from me. Exactly. Spreading the word. Mm -hmm. You could be someone that's out there spreading the word that's of true. what that's I'm doing, free. and that's free. So for me, if I see no support. I don't want you around me. See, we, we have to eliminate that because, again, support comes in many forms. Yeah. Don't always have to be you you buying something from me. You spreading the word. You know, you may not have the finances to purchase whatever it is, or you may not like it. But you can easily tell somebody who say, oh, man, I like that. That's really what I've been looking for. And they got four people who bought this product from me. Whereas I'm holding you accountable for buying one and you weren't in the financial uh position to do it right. you bought me four more sales and that's happened to me before so knowing that support mm -hmm. come in different forms if you're not supportive you got to go yeah yeah and then like my mom is one because i didn't want to try to get them to screw because they had support me like they always plug me with people when right. i'm doing videos because like me if stick does the five thousand plenty of times he done plug me and did showcases in gary and and shout me out, come here, mm -hmm. talk to my man right here. He go get your videos together, and that's generated a lot of business for me. Um, even probably like sometimes he hit me, he listen to it. But like I said, I don't really care if they like they don't share it because I I look at it like maybe this ain't really they lame, but the video shit for sure they they support me a lot, and I, I appreciate them because they hit me up for parties or whatever. I, next week I got a party that I went shot one of their parties and. Somebody does like, hey, come do my party. So, but check this out: yeah. how many times have we seen stuff that we don't like and we discuss it? Technically, you're supporting it because you're talking about it and it's getting the word out, right? So that's why I say we have no excuse of why there's not some form of support. Yeah. And that's, that's the issue that I have, and, and, and we have to break that. That's why I say, you won't see nobody around me that 
ain't going to show me the same support that I show them. Mm -hmm. Now, I may be in a financial situation that's better than yours, and I'm, I'm actually buying the product, and that's one thing. But again, it's free for you to share my posts. It's free for you to engage in my posts. Because again, we know you see anything that's on social media and they got a thousand comments, five thousand comments. You instantly jump to it and say, man, what they talking about? Right. Everybody on my timeline, like, what are, you, what are you just sitting on my timeline for just looking? I mean, nobody owes you anything. But I'm saying when I say you're in my inner circle, because I, I've, I've learned at this stage in my life to, to start treating relationships like family. You know, I, I no longer just sit there and be like, oh, man, we fr I want to treat people like family. And if I'm treating you like family and I know, you know, the length that I'm willing to go for you, I expect the same. Mm -hmm. Or you got to go. It's, it's as simple as that because I want to make room for somebody that's willing to support me. Right. You know, it, it's, it's amazing that all the people that we not we like and we know, we ain't never met them. They from different cities or whatever. But how did we know them? Somebody pushed them to, to that point to where they came across you know, us, whether it was radio or YouTube, Facebook, whatever the case may be, give us those same opportunities. You know, y'all got this podcast. Everybody across the board that know you in East Chicago should be pushed. If you number one in East Chicago, God damn it, that's a start. Yeah. If you number one in gear, that's a start. People may laugh and say, ah, you know, but that it's a start yeah. because I started this I with start not with nobody them. supporting me. Mm -hmm. And if I got to be the top in my city, that can carry me anywhere. True. I'm holding everybody accountable across the board. Because, again, if some shit should ever take off, you're going to have a thousand motherfuckers coming out of nowhere screaming day one. Like, fam, you, you, you never shared a post. Like, like you, 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 you probably never listened. Like, like, you never... Like, you never offered me an interview. You never put me in touch with somebody that could possibly want one. You never shot... You never shot me a goddamn interview topic. Like, and truth be told, I wasn't searching for you to do any of that, but I'm doing all of that and, and then some when it's you. Mm -hmm. Because your success has nothing to do with me. I just want to see you win. Like, even if we ain't the tight, the tightest or boys or, or whatever the case may be, if you're doing some positive shit, I want to see you win. Like, like, I don't have to get nothing on the back end. But, again, that lets me know where you stand. And that lets me know that, okay, you're going to support me if there's something in it for you. Not because it's just, like, the humane, dope thing to do. Like, the way I see it, and I know what I, like, this might contradict what I just said, but if you win, we all win. Not because I'm getting something from it, but that's another person from where I'm from that possibly looks like what I look like that... It's opening up doors and opportunities, not just for themselves, but for somebody else from here that could do the same shit. Plain and simple. You know, I, had, um, I had made a post about that, like, because I just think about, like, me saying, one when you are win, um, think about some more on the rap side of things, because how I do videos. Like, um, a lot of more videographers were sharing my um, work, and it's a couple of videographers I've never met before. I know they're from the area, and I know they do good work. I share their stuff or like they post comment on it and they do the same thing but I never see rappers do it like or the artists do it in general and it's like I don't see why it's like if, like you said unless y'all got like some real street problems with each other there should be no reason for y'all not to champion each other I, I, because they're tough and I, and I saw this with my own eyes I did like 
it's 2021, so this had to be like 10 years ago. Um, I saw somebody ask somebody for some pointers in this field. And the person that they asked had been in the field for probably like five, six years or whatever. Um, and, he, and he asked him like, like, for what purpose? Like, like, are you trying to actually get in the field or you just need it for like your own personal consumption? And he had let him know, like, yeah, like, I'm trying to, like, you know, like, step foot into that, to this lane, blah, 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 blah. And he basically was like, yeah, like, I can't give you all the sauce. Like, fam. Yeah. It, look, it really is enough clientele, enough money, enough fans out here for everyone. Like, whatever, whatever you're doing, trust me, it was, somebody was doing it before you. And it's enough room for somebody to step into that lane and not take a dime out of your pocket. Mm-hmm. I prom I promise you, I promise you that's what it is. Like fam, like unless you're out here hustling, like, and really even still, like, them them rules don't even really apply when you hustling. Like, like don't let fam. It's dope fiends everywhere, and it's it's, it's fiends born every fucking minute. So it's like, like, I hate to see that so much. Like, like I hate for people to think that we have to be in competition with each other, and it all oh, can only be one MC. It can only be one bar. It can only be. One hooper, you know, fam. It could be a shit ton of us. Like we could really, and I ain't speaking solely for AC, but I'm talking like wherever you from, mm-hmm. wherever you from could be the mecca of whatever it is you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Like it could be a thousand hoopers from that. It could be a thousand barbers from Gary. It could be a thousand MCs from from EC. It could be a thousand whatever's from wherever. But as long as you treat it like everybody that's doing it is in competition, like the greatest, the greatest two. Um, Stories in hip hop that I ever heard was the Saint Lunatic story and the Rough Rider story. Jada Kiss was like DMX, like felt that he wasn't the best person in in the Rough Riders, but they pushed DMX because they knew if he made it, they all would make it. Same thing with fucking uh, Nelly and Saint Lunatic. Yeah, Nelly won in the league. And he right. Uh, I think he, it was City, right? City. The one City was in jail was Ali. Yeah, Ali, Ali. Yeah, like he was their main focal point. But they knew that Nelly had the it factor, everything that was necessary to get the fame and the notoriety and get the attention, just to get St. Louis on the map. They got behind him, they rallied him, and they all eventually got on. Like it's that simple. It's mm-hmm. really, really that simple. Like you, you accomplish more as a group than you do individually. Like, and I ain't saying like that we all got to form a group, but like. You just be supportive. Just band, right, support support one another. Band behind one another. And see how far that takes you. Like, because I don't know who you know. You don't exactly. know who I know. But like you said, if you sharing my shit, I'm sharing your shit or whatever. Eventually, it might reach the right person on the timeline or whatever. Like, it might reach the right person over the airwaves. And like, because like, all it takes is just for the right person to see the right thing one time. Mm-hmm. And everything else is fucking history. Like, it's like, I get it. Friendly competition in school. But y'all to the point now to where it's like y'all trying to play cutthroat and hold motherfuckers back when okay, then nobody wins. Mm-hmm. It's the same example that I gave about the real estate. You know, all of us want to buy a building. But none of us got the capital to buy one building. Instead of us saying, well, we all got some money. Let's all put that together and get the first one out the way. Nah. I ain't gonna fool with Marcus because you know he ain't from my side of town. I ain't gonna fool with Julius because nah, I don't really like his clique. 
What does that have to do with getting the mission accomplished? We all want to build it. Let's get it. If we can do good business, I get, you know, some people a little dirty. And, but I'm saying, if if you can come together with, with some people, come on, man, do it. Like you said, you know, it don't matter how many people is doing the exact same thing. How many blocks can you go down without it being two gas stations on the same corner? They ain't stop them from saying right across the street from each other. And they go down one cent, two cent. As long as they... Doing good business, they both gonna be in business. They both gonna be in business. Yeah. So you're right, it is because it's hella gas stations everywhere. Everywhere, you ain't gonna see. You ain't gonna. You rarely see one gas station in the area. Mm-hmm. Like that's like small town, real small Nigga, town. I give y'all one better than that. Every time you see a Burger King, you see a McDonald's, McDonald's. too far from. Mm-hmm. They ain't stopping these motherfuckers from from coming up in the world, like. Y'all gotta get out of that competition aspect. Like it's yeah, it's it's cool friendly wise, but at the end of the day, how, is y'all gonna let that defeat y'all, or is you gonna let it like help drive success? Because we're not getting nowhere hating on one another. Because that's really what it is. If, if if you purposely not doing shit, like you are a culture vulture. Yes, like mm-hmm. you could be black or whatever. Yep. Nationality, creed, religion, race you from. If you purposely not supporting motherfuckers. From your culture, you yourself are a culture vulture, mm-hmm. and like like you, you're you're kind of productive, like like you like you're the the person that we don't need, like because I get it. If you got a personal beef with a person, I get it. Like if that motherfucker stole your girl or, or tried to rob you, some shit, I, I get it. But if it ain't no shit like that, fam, let the high school shit go. Let the junior high school shit go. Let the I'm from the harbor. <laughs> They from K man. Like oh, I'm from the west side. And they from the east side. I'm from the bottom side. They from Glen Park. Like let all that lame shit go, bro. I I get to deleting people. That's on it. when I see it on my timeline, and I could show y'all. You know, inboxes that were sent to females where guys would say stuff like that. You know. Oh, you mess with a guy from K man and this that and other. You know, I I've always just wanted to know this. I know where it stems from. I know the history behind it, but for the people that's our age, when you sit there and still hold on to that, this person is from this side, this person is from that side, what's really the issue? Because if somebody come up and press you and say, hey man, I heard you said this, so what, like, what's wrong with me being from Calumet? You, you're not going to say what, shit. You're not, yeah. I ain't say that. Oh, no, no, you know, they're just playing around it. Come on, man. That's what I'm saying. Like, we need to champion the real stuff. Marcus got that house. I don't care what side of town you from. Marcus got that house. I'm championing that. I'm I'm bragging about that. I'm telling other people, hey, man, I tried to tell you. See, look, he did it. Mm-hmm. We got examples of stuff that is positive and can help our culture. Like, I, I'm not with the foolishness, bro. I, I promise you, I can't do it. Give me a headache. Straight up. I think people just gotta, I don't know, man, just look into themselves and see what they really want in life, too, because you gotta think about, if, you, if you're if trying to do something and it ain't working, then you just gotta change your approach. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Most people don't look at it that way, though. They just stuck on whatever it is, and then sometimes you got people with people ill telling them the wrong, too, because they ain't what they want to be, so... And that'd be the worst. That'd be the worst right there. 
you know, we we ain't even in a space where we could sit there and keep it real and say, oh, why do you have such an issue with this person? Mm-hmm. Well, like, what's going on that I don't know? Mm-hmm. Oh, man, you know, I'm, I'm just saying. Come on, man. What are you just saying? That's what we're trying to figure out. What are you just saying? They don't know. That's what it is. They put, don't know. Put it like this. If your, if your beef isn't strong enough to where you actually want to address the person that you got beef with about whatever the beef is, you ain't got beef. Nah, not like you don't. Like you, you emotional about some shit, but you don't really have a beef. Because niggas that really got beef, they, they either want to squash that shit or they want to do something about it. Like you don't, you don't really have a beef. You just in your feelings. And I think motherfuckers need to understand the difference between the two. You know, what are we looking at as far as time? Approaching cool hour. Cool hour, man. I'm trying to think, man. What else we got? I know um, can't can't do the power without mentioning the sports, though, man. I thought it was changing the subject, but Russell Westbrook to the Lakers. Oh, greatest move ever made. Gonna be a failure. Uh, Gonna be a man. failure. Loving it, man. My favorite player on my favorite team. Oh, yeah. It's time. I ain't even gonna hold you. I got y'all coming out the West. As long as as long as long everybody stay healthy. Man. But y'all gotta get some shooters because you know, you Russ and LeBron don't hit free throws. Hey, come on, JJ Reddick. You ain't doing nothing. Come knock down some threes. Uh, Is he? He's still in the league. He in the ones, right? Yeah, he's still in the league. I think he's gonna be a uh, uh, free agent. So, uh, come on, JJ, spot up in that corner, man. Let's go hit you. Let's go hit LeBron. Melo. They looking to get Melo. Rudy Gay. Come on, Rudy Gay. I know you could knock down a three. Melo, who? As in the Melo ball? Carmelo Anthony. Anthony. He can knock down an open shelf shot. That's all we need you for, baby. You just wait in that corner. Don't don't you forget, know, you know. Let's not yeah. forget the the mentality Westbrook got. You shoot three, and he ain't got one. He shooting the next three. Uh-huh. Like he got to get his. As long as AD and LeBron ain't fucking up, Westbrook <laughs> ain't gotta go psycho on him and take it to the. Home. But I'm gonna love it though, cause you know. You think about how Westbrook get his, he drives to the bench, he go kick it out to you, or he go drop it off to the center, drop it off to the power forward. AD ain't going to miss them shots. He ain't Steven Adams, man. Not like, I, I want to switch from Russ, though. But let, let me ask y'all, what, what do y'all think about Dang? What do y'all think about Dang? Uh, you know how I feel about Dang, man. Well, my thing about Dang, what I, what I mean by what do you feel about him, when Dang was on the campaign of you know super teams and he's staying in Portland and this how you get it done and all of this kind of stuff now you tired of getting bounced out now at this point you put subliminals with with Nipsey's music like you ready to get out and you know all of this kind of stuff now now it's a different tune that you sing um I'm gonna tell you this I called bullshit on Dane when he first said it yeah and he did some and if you noticed, if you paid attention, he did some, some. I don't want to call it some whole shit, but he did some some contradictory shit. Not too long after he made that, oh, it's gonna be Portland, Portland to the day I die type mm-hmm. shit. When Kyrie was, um, when Kyrie was trying to get out of Cleveland after after LeBron tried to trade him for Paul George first, mm-hmm. 
he decided to um they literally came out and was like like yeah like I'm I'm Portland today I die but I love playing with LeBron basically trying to trying to recruit LeBron to Portland like fam like you do understand that if LeBron came to Portland it wouldn't be your team no more like it'd be yeah. like it it would be LeBron's team but it's like mm-hmm. I think I think because we older now and it, like we're we're used to looking at NBA players like they're older than us so we used to looking up to them yeah. I'm just starting to really realize a lot of the shit that Kyrie does is because he's young. Yeah. Not that he like not that his mind isn't in a bigger place or whatever. Same thing with Dame Lillard. It was like you're making a lot of these statements in the media, like because you're young, not because like you fully mature yet and you're not thinking about the long term aspects. Like shit, like you want a ring, like like you 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 ultra talented, you hungry, blah 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 blah. You're not trying to spend your your twilight. I mean, your prime years here into your twilight years, still getting bounced out between the first and the and the conference finals. Like fam, like you you at least want to compete for a ring. It's definitely not in Portland. I mean, see, even like, <laughs> in Portland, if, 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 if Portland constantly in the fucking finals, you wouldn't have a problem with Portland. True, but Portland ain't constantly in the finals. Portland been to one conference final, so it's like later for that. Forever, I love Portland shit. Like, no, I nigga, like, you got to get the fuck up out of there. If you, if you, if you want to really, really like make your stamp on the league, the only way I see him even kissing a ring or going to a ring is if he playing with, if he like get another good player with him, or if he go to Philly, go to Philly, because he talking about going to New York. Nigga, you might as well stay in Portland. Yeah, you might as well. I don't know, man. Julius Randle. I like Julius Randle. Julius Randle showed you what he could be in the playoffs. Man, this is first year, man. In the mm. playoffs, he'll be all right. I, I like Julius Randle because he, he was a Laker. So, when you, you was a Laker, you was good, and they traded you away. I, I still like, like, damn. damn. That's up, cool. Julius Randle can't be your number two. Yeah. He, can't, he can't be your number two and you win it. And I'm talking about when I say winning, I mean competing for a championship. Because he want his stats and his money now. Right. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, you can't knock him, but I'm saying if you sitting there saying I'm creating this team to accomplish the goal of a championship. Mm -hmm. mm -mm. He can't be your number two. Like, like, that's no slight to him. There's a lot of players in the league that's like that. He could be a good number three. He could be on Lamar Odom or somebody team. Mm-hmm. He, yeah, uh, maybe, depending on who else there and what the system is. Like, because I still believe that, that as, as dope as big threes are, even your big threes are still top heavy. It's still really your one and two. It's just your, your three. Like, unless you Brooklyn. But, and I guess the Lakers now. Because we ain't never seen no big, neither big three that was that dynamic. Like, even if, like I was just telling Trav in the group chat, the Bulls had a big three. It was just Scotty. And Mike were so up here, but when what fucking Dennis Rodman did, like you can't poo-poo that or sniff like sniff away at that. Like mm-hmm. I'm talking about multiple defensive player of the years and like the league's leading rebounder, like in history. Like you can't sniff at that. Like that's what most big threes are. And shit, that's what Draymond was. Like, like well, not was, but is. And and Golden State, but it's like you can't combat what Brooklyn has because. Kyrie is Kyrie. James Harden is James Harden. We know what KD is. Same thing with, with the Lakers. LeBron is LeBron. AD is AD. And as long as Russell ain't got to go to the free throw line, 
and and you and he ain't just build a house in front of the three point line. Like Russell's still dynamic as shit. Like Russell's the first ballot unquestioned Hall of Famer. Like it's stamped. But Dame, yo ass. You talked all that. Yeah. Now you getting bounced out. You singing a different tune. That's how I go though, man. That's why some players like I think Anthony Davis might have said that too. Like if you you just gotta in these instances you just gotta just wait it out. I understand you wanna keep morale up, but you know this ain't gonna work for you. Like they be knowing. They no, no, they don't. It. Because they be young and they be full of themselves, and it, a lot of that be pride and ego, thinking like, oh yeah, I'm this, I'm that, and like. Fam, it's not just you in the league. Like it's it's other people out there that's just as talented. Everybody good, but but that's cool to have though to be like I right, this person I'm good enough to accomplish this. But see, when you, you hit that wall, you, you, like, you fast forward three to five years, and now you got to eat crow because mm-hmm. now you want out of Portland. So all everybody doing is what the, put. Pulling up that playback. Oh, I'm just pulling to the day I die. Blah, blah, blah. See, it happened to KD. KD, yeah. Everybody. See, he, he, he did that to himself every time. Hey, KD funny, dog. KD like didn't a, follow. Oh, like, you know, he be he like a regular person out tweeting on Twitter. But sometimes when he be tweeting, like, man, I don't think he's supposed to be tweeting from his account like this. He's probably something he had, like a burner account. And comment and stuff. I mean, you know, I can't even say that because KD is. I ain't even gonna say he's a regular person because I I don't know regular people that that tweet from burner accounts and shit like that. KD really has a goddamn. People I make like, fake accounts and you know. <laughs> he regular man. He regular because you look at. We talked about him earlier. Look at Fit. He's gonna let nothing slide. As much money as he got, status as he got, he feed off of it. But now he also is a smart businessman to know whatever I do, all eyes is on me. And I think we get it mixed up where we say, you got fame, you got money, and you're this. Man, why are you doing that? Why are you entertaining? But think about us that when it when it happens to us, we quick to respond to whatever somebody say to it. Like he human too. Money don't change. Whatever you are just intensifies whatever you already were. But see, yeah. I ain't saying it like that he flawed because of that. I'm saying like it, it could have always been from his account. It fucked me up when it was the burner account. Like I respect like talk your shit. Like if you dissing the org or players or fans or whoever on Twitter, talk your shit from your account. I, I ain't mad at that. Like, we we know why that was. You know, you do it because if you say what you really want to say, you lose endorsements. You know, people want to cancel you and, oh, you're not what we thought you was. And, and he's still trying to chase greatness. So for me to get off certain things that I want to say, I can't do it from the KD page because what comes with that? Is it worth me? I really want to fire this off at you, but is it worth me losing the $90 million shoe deal? Nah, I do this from the burner account, but I'm going to still do it, you know. Because you mentioned how, you just mentioned how everybody's good in the league, but the people who stay in the league and can last long, they have better attitudes. Oh, yeah. People. So that play a part into it. Look at LeBron when they lost in Miami. 
and everybody clowned him and he got out there and he basically said you know at the end oh, of the yeah. day y'all gotta go back to y'all <laughs> everyday life yeah. and then they automatically went to oh man he throwing money and he oh everybody beneath him yeah. he said what he felt despite what we want to say how it was worded or what he really meant or whatever but look at the backlash he got yeah. he didn't get up there and curse nobody he didn't flat say man y'all broke i'm going home to a five million dollar mansion and yeah. you know I, I got somebody feeding me grapes and he didn't say none of that but what he did say he got backlash for so you know imagine kd saying something that, that's worse than that oh man they counsel you you won't get no endorsements you'll get you, you got the league even gonna find you for what you're saying on social media like i ain't on the court saying it Kyrie, he's bash Nike. Bash Nike. Bashing Nike, and it's like, all right, now, you know, they, people are like, all right, now, look, then you, you bashing Nike, but shut up, because it's Nike, so, if, if he was from the burnout county, it'd be cool, but you can't bash it. I mean, I, I definitely think that we should be in a world where you're able to say it, what you want and how you feel it, yeah. but, I mean, we just know it's consequences that come with that, and again, going back to what I said, if we push our own, right. a lot of the things that get said and a lot of, as the Migos say, straightening that's going on, we wouldn't have to worry about that because we have our own, you know, endorsement deals um, from people that look like us. Or even, you don't even necessarily have to look like us. You understand us. Yeah. That's the biggest thing. You understand us. You ain't got to just constantly look like us. You understand us. Yeah. But again, until we start doing that. See how, how well that, that 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 narrative flows for some of everything that we're talking about. No, that's why I said earlier, like it all ties into. You said you was gonna mention something earlier. Oh yeah, no, it was the Monique shit. Like okay. like, like when y'all was talking about that before the pod started, like it just like it it triggered that that whole interview she had because again, like that shit that shit is serious. It's like. We be quick to downplay some, like, like you said, sharing other people's stuff or whatever. But we quick to run out of the city or run out of the neighborhood or run out of the culture to big some other shit up. And we don't know whether they give a fuck about us or not. I mean, it's cool. Like what you like, support what you support. But it's like, when you know a motherfucker, when you, when you really, really know, like, the person that's putting in all the extra hours, um, making the sacrifices... And you just turn a blind eye to that motherfucker, like like that's that's weird to me. Like I again, you like what you like, support what you support, but it's, it says a lot when you don't give a fuck about a motherfucker that you know doing everything that you begging somebody else up for, and you don't know them motherfuckers at all, and they don't know you from no goddamn can of paint. Like that's to me, that's just weird. You know what it probably be too. People like, oh, I don't want to seem like I'm dick riding. I don't want to seem like I'm on Man, again, like that's you worried about public perception, and that's weird. Bam, like no homo. Why are we like? Why would you even consider that? Not you, but for anybody that would ever consider that dick riding, like, why aren't you that enthused to support somebody that you know? Like, like unless again, like unless they like a weird motherfucker, and they got a weird past, or they do weird shit. Like, why don't you have that type of enthusiasm? Like, 
because you go nuts for, for, for Hove. You go nuts for Wayne. You go nuts for, for Jay-Z and, and B and Rihanna and Fenty and all, all that shit that you don't receive a proceed from or thanks for sharing my shit or, or a retweet. Or, like, you don't get no type of recognition. And then, again, it's not about that. But you don't get nothing out of being so gung-ho about all these celebrity shit. But... At least the motherfucker up the street can say, oh, shit, good-looking for shit. They might throw you a free tea. They might shot you out on the song. They might throw you, like, like that, again, that's weird to me. And if you view that as dick riding, that I look at you like a hater because. You are a hater. Yeah. Like, like yeah, like, like you, you're we, a hater. We follow trends. I mean, you know, so they, it, we don't have an excuse of not supporting someone that you know personally because. I talk to you about it. I say, you know, we we are quick to follow the trends of folks that we don't know. Most people is Hennessy drinkers, Remy Martin drinkers, Casamigo come out. Oh, oh man, that, that's that's the new thing. You're going to support that. You're going to show the bottle. You, you know, going to talk about how it gets you in a different mood and you're drunk and you this and you that. So, come on. We follow trends. Support the people that you know. There's no excuse behind it. We got to stop. We got to stop. And start, we have to start holding each other accountable for it. Not because I support my guy or I support somebody that I know that make me a dick rider. But yet you'll rap every lyric on somebody's album. You gonna share it. You you gonna get on the phone to talk, man, hey, did you hear something, man, this part right here? Your picture gonna be a live from the song. Yeah. You gonna get you gonna get a live from the song, Taddy. That's mm-hmm. that's how much. <laughs> oh, that's crazy to get some little wave lyrics, Taddy. Nigga, it's gonna be like it's like that's. But you know, like hey, you can't convince niggas who ain't listening, and you, um, you know, that's my favorite saying. Can't convince a motherfucker who ain't listening, man. That's just sad. Like it's. And yeah, y'all really need to get out of that fucking mode because, again, all it is is kind of productive. And what's going to happen is you're going to see somebody else close by do what we could have all been doing. And we're going to be sitting there twiddling our thumbs and like, damn, how'd that happen? Mm-hmm. Or oh, that could have been so-and-so. Yeah, it could have been. If you supported that motherfucker like they over there support. Again, to this day, I don't understand why Gary Treat Freddie gives the way, the way y'all do. Like, I don't. Like, I used to get into it with my niggas at, at work all the time from the G. Like, oh, yeah, he he, he wasn't no real vice, though. He wasn't really outside. Found. This nigga could change the whole city's life if y'all would just open up your arms and stop that stupid shit. But y'all so gung-ho. Like, oh, he wasn't this, he wasn't that. Well, guess what he is now? And, and look where y'all are still at. These are the views of Marcus, <laughs> not of unfiltered. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, 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 you talk to niggas from the G, and they be in they feelings about Freddie Gibbs. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know what it is, but I've never they, seen. They, they hate, they hate that. <laughs> I told you though, man, it, it's us not seeing value in ourselves, and and more so the people that we know personally, because a lot of people sit there and say, um. Man, yo, the stuff you rapping about, you wasn't this, you you wasn't that. You think all these people that put out music really doing all this killing and dope dealing? percent of rappers be lying about something at some point in time. <laughs> Trust me. I know Trust Noriega, me. the real Noriega. He owed me a hundred favors. Man. Really? Man. Really? 
Wow. He do not owe you nothing, Ross. What are you talking about? That's not even your name. <laughs> it's not even his name no more. <laughs> oh, man. Like, it's... Look, it's all entertainment. And yeah, some niggas really, like, have did things, and they talk about that shit in the booth. Let's be honest, that shit ain't smart. We done seen a lot of niggas go to jail behind shit like that. But even still, like, fam, it's entertainment at the end. Entertainment. That's all it is. It's all entertainment. That's all it is. Like, stop holding these motherfuckers to these unrealistic... Put it like this. When I see y'all doing that shit and, and making these arguments, I think back to fifth and sixth... Well, fourth and fifth grade when niggas actually thought wrestling was real. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I ain't gonna lie. I was heartbroken, too, when I found out wrestling was fake. <laughs> When I found out Kane and the Undertaker, Taking one brothers. brothers. <laughs> oh, you couldn't tell me the motherfuckers they had the same my man did. Man, I thought that nigga face was burnt for real. For real. <laughs> he took his mask off. This nigga normal. Just, <laughs> like, Michael, like Michael Myers. He got a complex. Mm-hmm. Oh, I hate wrestling, man. That shit's so I'm just saying. That's look, classic stuff. Look, we got to do better as a whole, though. Like, truth be told, like. It's time. It's enough time for all, uh, time out for all the bullshitting, all the excuse making. Like, like, and all we got is now. That's it. Like, that's it. Like, all we got is now. And while we steady bullshitting, motherfuckers is dying left and right. Like, lapping us. Right. Telling us what we can and can't say. Mm-hmm. Taking endorsement deals from us. You know, I gave the example. You can get in your music. You can say nigga a million times. You can disrespect black women, call them bitches and hoes, hit it from the back. You you can do whatever it is that you want to. But you say something about another race or another community and you're canceled. And we don't get, dang, that's really the narrative that they pushing. Because you can kill up as many black people as you want. They're going to put millions of dollars in your pocket. They're going to put any amount of jewelry you want on your neck. They're going to buy you that Rolls Royce. Whatever it is that you want, put you in that nice house. As long as you're killing black people and your women is bitches and hoes, mm-hmm. it's all good. Right. It's time to start supporting our own to stop that. You know, not to say that those messages that's in the music is just the most popular to spread. But I'm saying we need to start championing and seeing value in ourselves to where we don't have these issues. You got people that understand our culture that sit there and say, oh, they wanted to drop you. Oh, OK, we've been dying to pick you up. Mm-hmm. We just was waiting for you to give us the opportunity. Right. But it start with us. We make stuff cool anyway. The clothes and you, you, you only want those. We only know about these clothes. Well, all of us ain't going to France and Fashion all these weekend. places. We know about it because these artists and they rap about it and they sing about it. We make what's cool, cool. Yeah. I, I, like, come on, man. So you should see value in your own people. Mm-hmm. That's where it starts, honestly. Because mm-hmm. if such and such rapper, who, who popular right now? Mega Style started wearing uh, Tamika's boutique design. Tamika's mm-hmm. about to be sold out nice for months. Through the fucking roof. You know what I'm saying? So. And like you said, people be talking about... Um, Oh, I can't support you. I know you are. It's kind of too much like dick riding. When you said that, I'm going to tell you the first thing I thought about. Because it, I never say it. But it, it, it irks my soul. The pause game. Oh, yeah. I say it all the time. Like, 
Why do y'all that came from New York, man? Yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely you ain't half y'all ain't never been to New York. And when you sit there and know somebody's character, like whatever I say, I said it. I meant what I said. If you thought I was gay or whatever the case may be, you shouldn't have been dealing with me like that. Like, come on, man. Yeah. You know, nothing against those people that are, but I'm just saying, like, I whatever I say, I don't have to hit you with the, you know, pause. And, no. Yeah, I said, that is a New York thing. It'd be funny. I ain't gonna lie, that shit be funny. Like, uh, I follow the kid, she, he be cracking me up when he do this. That, but that'd be my thing. It, it, it became popular in everybody. That ain't a form of dick ride. Mm-hmm. You ain't from there. How many people on this side of town be talking about some when they got these beefs going on smoking on that such and such? That didn't start here. So we follow the trends that we want to. We can make it a trend to say, hey, I'm supporting Marcus, I'm supporting Julius, I'm supporting whoever it is that I know that's doing something positive and on the up and up. Let that be a trend versus something that gets us nowhere. That's meaningless. That just make us sit there and look stupid. Like, let's start there. I literally posted a picture of uh, Rod Wade, and he had money scattered on the floor. He had his leg up on the wall, and he had a gun showing. And I posted it, and I said, this is the cornball starter pack right here. And somebody hit me with the, what, the gun? I said, the whole picture. You literally spread some money on the floor, put this gun on you. Put your leg up a certain way and say, hey, bro, take this picture of me right here. <laughs> you literally, that's cornball activity, man. Come on, man. What are you doing, Rod? But we support that, though. We support it. Like, you, obviously, for somebody to ask me that, they didn't see nothing wrong with what was posted because yeah. all rappers do it. That's a sign of success. He put a bag on the floor. You realize he finna pick that money right back up, right? right. So what did you put it on the floor in the first place for? It, it just make me realize we don't know how to take pictures. That's all. Because some of the stuff we do, like even the off-guard stuff, I, you're never going to catch me doing that. <laughs> bro, I'm going to look this way. Hey, you see the light right there? Hey, bro, snap this to me real quick. And we, and we will put the caption to say that it's an off-guard. You told somebody to take that picture of you. Nine times out of ten with your own phone, you unlocked it, gave it to your man, and said, hey, bro, snap this real quick right here, bro. Hey, Snap this real it, quick, it bro. The, it be for the ground. And that's cool, but yeah. what I'm saying is, ain't that a trend? If everybody's yeah. doing it, is that not a form of dick riding? So why don't we sit there and make trends that's helpful to us, that will put us where we need to be, a real thing? We will we will highlight, we will excuse everything that don't get us nowhere. But something that real, we nah. Like us, literally, bro. You sat there and turned your head to say, "Hey, bro, hey, check this." I gotta, I gotta find the video. It is gonna kill me, but we at the family reunion, right? I got the camera. I'm taking pictures, but I'm recording video at this point. And it's like, oh, I get this off guard, and he like this. <laughs> and man, I'll tell you, all my cousins sit there and clown them like, man, you talking about off guard? Man, we talked about it for like an hour straight. Like, that shit was, it was cool. It was all right when we was younger. Man, they still doing it now, bro. They doing it now because like the, social media still a, make it popular. social media staple. You got to have it off guard. Which, I'm on my phone, but this ain't really my phone. Yeah. But do you. However you want to do it, do you. All I'm saying is we need to start supporting stuff that's going to actually push the culture forward. Get us somewhere. 
It just take you gotta get a. I don't know, man. You gonna have to get some influences. It start right here. Yeah. It start right here. Because as soon as this is over and I leave, everybody that calls me on the regular, even if you talking business, just, hey, I want to check on Hey, man, did you check out this interview? Man, I was on there. Man, we talked about some heavy stuff. My guy said, that, did you check it out? That That's where it starts. So I'm going to definitely do my part and share it and spread the word. We don't need influencers. We need ourselves. And then it'll get to that point And you know, like I said. We need to start seeing value in ourselves. These conversations, eventually, it'll reach somebody. Yeah. We have to keep furthering those conversations as well, though. Yeah. Because, again, if it's the popular thing, everything that we saying, if a celebrity said, hey, 100, right. that's real talk right there. I forgot who quote. This is like a meme or thing or something, but there's like... Um Two people, we from the same city, we got all the same friends, and she laying, so she posted this, but this person posted the same thing and got 100 likes. Yeah. And I'm like, that shit do be happening, man. It's kind of crazy. Oh, you, yeah. yeah. Ain't yeah. with a popularity contest. Yeah. You write out a meme word for word. That's and people will say, man, that's lame. But the popular person do the exact same thing. Are you scared and act like it's the funniest that's thing in the world? That's the funniest thing in the world. Shit. Stop doing that. Stop sharing me. It's Look, a trend. No, stop. Stop that it's shit. Trend, that shit is man. disgusting. Because we all saw the meme already. Yes. I saw that the shit. meme last week, bro. My memory ain't that bad. What's the Tyler Perry? I synced it. I synced it. That shit is disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Buddy, what's that? I synced it. That shit oh, is disgusting. Yeah. 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 We approach him, y'all. Yeah, I want to have y'all got anything else? And y'all want to touch on your boy Kevin Samuels, man? With y'all, you know, your overall thoughts on what he's doing. And man, Kevin Samuels is like he he funny to me. Like I don't know if I I don't really take him serious, maybe because the shit he be talking about really don't apply to me. I guess in my situation, because it seems like a lot of people call him are looking yeah. for love or looking to find that special someone. Whether it be man or woman, and he gonna keep it real with you if you ain't found that person. Like, what makes you think you deserve this? Or you ain't got no money, dude. How you expect expect to pull a Rihanna type chick? And you broke out here, you mm-hmm. fat, you're ugly. So, I think um, I think just people just take it too seriously. Like, them people called in there, so they putting themselves in that position exactly. to get clowned. I, I mean, but see, it's not even clowning because. Again, if you the the man has a platform where he's really trying to offer help to uplift black families in the black community and really save the black community, and it it baffles me that and this is black women who's doing this, y'all 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 label him as a woman hater, but y'all sat back and you let Oprah tell y'all to hate black men for thirty, forty years. Now you let Tyler Perry tell you. To hate black men, dark skin, my bad, dark skin, dark skin black bro. black men, for for 10, 15, 20 years, uh-huh. like, and then to turn around and let light skinned men be the savior, and uh, like it's it's so many sh- things that y'all don't pay attention to, y'all. Like one person say it, and y'all run with the shit, fam. That man don't hate black women. He's just telling y'all how to love black men. That's it. And then if you're going to have... Put it like this. Because we've heard women say that shit for years. Oh, um, 
my ideal man, six six or six feet tall, blah blah this and sudda sudda something this that. Yeah, that's probably fine to have a preference. Guess what? Men are entitled to have a preference too. I'm glad you said that, man, because that's what I've been waiting on too. I I I had a conversation about that, and I said, you know, people will kill a man if he says. A woman says she wants this, that, and other. So my my stance on it is I want a woman to have equal to what I have. Finances, you know, credit. You know, if I got two homes, she need to have two homes. Then they're going to say, oh, that's unrealistic. Well, oh, come on, man. You know, Now it's a difference. Why well, I can't have the same standards that, you know, certain, certain women got. You know, when you put certain energy out and you get it back. It, it is crazy to a lot of people. Like I, I seen when the whole Kevin Samuels thing blew up. I had a girl who I knew. I went to school with her. She basically posted saying, "What Kevin Samuels is talking about don't apply to you brokies." Mm-hmm. And she started talking about all the streams of income and all of this kind of stuff. I found it funny because recently I asked the same person about a few investments, and didn't seem like. She had the finances, mm-hmm. so you was kind of bashing everybody for liking Kevin Samuels, calling them brokies. Mm-hmm. Then I asked you about some business, and you kind of downplaying it. And hmm. yeah, that's how it be, man. It's like people just want to hear the good things; they don't ever want to hear the truth about themselves. Mm-hmm. What don't so, what, what what don't apply to them? Yeah, they champion that. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to be honest though And I don't think I've ever heard this said out loud So I say it And I take the criticism for it We Society gave women The ability to be unrealistic What you just said is an unrealistic comment um, You don't have oh yeah, which is, you, you don't have X, Y, and Z Yet you feel empowered enough to critique somebody else for not having the same things that you don't have, yeah. Just because you're a woman, mm-hmm. a man would not. Ne- matter of fact, a, a man would never want that license, let alone think he had the license to do so. Yeah. And if he does, he's a hater. He's a sucker. He's a he's a stupid motherfucker. If that's the case, like, fam, like, all it is is a preference, like, and you you teaching your sons and daughters what to look for. In a, in a partner like, like that's what you should be at home doing But then again let's remember The man got a platform You ain't got to You ain't got to call into that man's show At all You ain't, If you don't like what that man's saying You ain't got to watch what he's doing You ain't got to listen to his podcast You ain't got to give that man no ratings At all on no platforms Like but you, you want You want the engagement You want the back and forth You, you want whatever attention you're going to garner from it Found. If we, put it like this, if y'all took Kevin Samuels as, as seriously as y'all took Oprah, Kevin Samuels would be a billionaire in 20, 20, oh, 20 yeah. maybe 10, 15, because he's already a millionaire. Like, so, like, where he's at in, in I guess, media and broadcasting now, especially in this age, he got to leg up on Oprah. Y'all could, if y'all treated Kevin Samuels right, y'all could make him one of the most richest black, one of the richest men in the world. Oh, yeah, he's like. For the same way I did Oprah, the same way I did on a, on lesser degrees, 
well, Barbara Walters and Ricky Lake and, and Sally and Montel Jordan, all them other talk show hosts that y'all tuned into throughout the 90s and the early 2000s, especially Oprah, y'all can treat Kevin Samuels the same way. And I like the stuff that he put out. You know, I don't agree with everything that he say, but I like anybody that puts content, whether I agree or disagree. I like people who put out content that make you look at yourself and say, am I along the lines of what this person is talking about? You Not that his opinion is the true standard of what a true man is or a true woman is or any of that kind of stuff, but there's a lot of people that live life and never sit back and say, you know, where am I really, you know? Am I really handling my business to be considered a man in society? And, you know, certain things that he touch on, you know, him talking about people struggling and all of that kind of stuff. And you barely want to work. Right. You ain't putting in, you know, applications for a second job. If you know the first one ain't cutting it. You know, I, I, I like anybody who put out content that make you sit there and evaluate yourself. Even if, like I said, you don't agree, you may sit there and say, we're having a conversation. So it, it struck you. In some type of way to say, oh, okay, let me, let me see what this is about. I like it. Yeah, yeah. I think I found like more dudes um, like Kevin saying not because the videos bash women because he bad. He he talk to women the same way he he talk to men the same way he mm-hmm. talk to the women. And I think dudes could appreciate like thinking of his mindset like, hey, I do need to step my game up yeah. if I want to achieve this level of success or level of status. So, mm-hmm. and then, like, Women, they just basically like a lot of women are taught that you know the man should do everything, and if he ain't, he's less of a man. Oh, you so, know, you, you know, the Justin LeBoy yeah. post the whole uh, if you're going 50 50 with a man, uh, a man is supposed to be the provider. If you're splitting bills 50 50 with your man, you're staying together. That is not your boyfriend, he's your roommate. And you know, I, I had a conversation about that. Um, well, my girlfriend about that actually like do you, would you have a problem splitting bills 50-50 and we had the whole discussion I, I, I laughed at people who posted and was like yeah you know uh, you know that's just a boy he ain't no man a man's supposed to provide it. and I told mine I said listen I wouldn't have a problem spend, splitting bills 50-50 with mine with the right mindset behind it you know, if we splitting bills to sit there and say that we're able to save extra money now to the point where, you know, this is going to be a family vacation that we, we take. You know, we're going to travel the world and see places that we never thought we could see because now we didn't put two incomes together and, you know, splitting bills. It, as long as it's a logical reason behind you doing something. And then, too, you know, how does it not make sense if people make the same amount of money? Right. You know, I, I don't say, you know... I'm making 150 and she making 30 and I'm talking about we split the bills, you know, but if I'm doing the same number she doing and we sitting there saying it makes sense to do it this way, who is anybody else to tell you what a real man is or how your relationship should be, you know, people, or my daddy back in the day, man, listen, most of y'all daddies wasn't in the house for you to really know what a real, what a real man was really doing. And when you quoting this stuff, who's doing it for you? Do you, do you even have a house? You have a house right yeah, now, exactly. you know, for you to be talking about what a real man should do. It, it might be more beneficial for you to split something with a man who already has something. Putting your kids in a better school district because of where you at, you know. Your, Section 8 ain't in the best school districts. And they ain't knocking nobody who owns Section 8, but I'm just saying some some of the stuff that we see, you got to be realistic about. Yeah, and, I, and I think that's what 
has them posts come up, you all, I always think like that shit. It just doesn't make sense to argue about that. No. Like, say this person's not a man because he does this, or a woman's not a woman because she doesn't do this. But if it's working for y'all relationship and y'all are happy, then that's it would make sense for you. Thing that matters. What else matters? And most of it is an attention grab. Yeah. It's something to go viral. We get baited into it, and it, it causes a big uproar. Now you arguing and fight. Again, let's champion the stuff that pushes the culture forward and puts us in a better situation. Exactly. That's a that's a topic that need to retire too, because that topic come up every other month. And y'all be put like this, y'all y'all be arguing that your parents weren't married, y'all ain't never been to a wedding. <laughs> Y'all ain't in a relationship. Ain't nobody ever asked y'all to, to marry this. <laughs> Man, like, but y'all got all rules and regulations. And if your grandparents was, it was probably because your grandma couldn't work back in the day. Because women couldn't work back in the day. Mm-hmm. So, of course your daddy, your granddaddy was taking care of everything. You know, motherfucker working around you, you know, he was probably saying, like, damn, oh, this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> the reason why you're... <laughs> reason why your grandma told you don't depend on a man for nothing because she that's what she was had to do because she had no choices as fucked up as it is now, let me tell y'all let me tell y'all women something that be saying that shit a real let me rephrase that because I'm finna say some stupid shit a woman that knows what a man does will never tell you you shouldn't depend on one mm-hmm. just like a man that knows the benefit of having a woman will never tell you he don't need one We go hand in hand We weren't meant to live alone exactly. Just because I can take care of myself and my kids Does not mean that Me having a woman in my life Don't make life ten times much easier She'll tell you the same thing She don't need me I guarantee you she won't tell you That I'll make life ten times easier for her. Like Y'all gotta get that Look who y'all proving this shit to They Cause y'all, cause y'all probably proving it to another stupid ass motherfucker who the ain't ten that. people who like they post. Yes, yeah, the ten people who like that post. Y'all, do y'all remember that guy? It was like a couple years, maybe like two years ago. He had this whole rant about how his daughters don't need to depend on. Oh yeah, yeah, that that clown. Kind of this nigga. nigga went on Ayana face my life because his family hating. Yeah. Like, he went viral. I gotta check that yeah, out. Everything. Yeah, matter of fact, we were talking about that shit a couple months ago. He yeah. went viral and everything. Like, I'm talking about, he was standing up in the crib, all the women was like, uh, yeah, like, yeah, like this, this is a real man. It's like, a real man. It was an older guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Old, older yeah. Kid. His wife hated him. His, his kids hated him. His, like, fam. This is a viral moment. That's all. That, that's all it was. All his kids hated him. And that's crazy, too. Like, don't none of your kids like you? You got he had like seven kids. Don't none of them like because you. he he probably think that the only thing he was supposed to do was go to work and provide the lavish lifestyle. Man, it's motive it's motive raising kids to just write a fucking check. It's way more than that. It's way more. It's way more than that. Like way more, and I, and I'm going to explore that too. Um, I had a conversation with you about right, it, but right. I got a podcast episode coming out. Where it's heart to heart with my oldest son, you know, where he expresses his feelings towards my parenting and things that I've overlooked. Mm-hmm. So make sure y'all y'all tune in to that yeah. thought provoking podcast coming yeah. soon. Yeah, I want to look at that because that's 
that's a conversation I feel like um, a lot of um, they do need to have with their kids. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because I think about my dad. Like, I've never sat down and talked to him about, you know, him just not being in my life. Like, I'm old. I'm 32, so I understand. Like, I, I came to terms with it when I was like 15 or something like that. Like, this is just who he is. And it is what it is. And, like, I never cared about it. But then, like, when you brought that topic up, I was like, damn. That is a conversation I probably would have liked to have as a kid. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Now, it's a lot of us that, that need to have it, you yeah. know, with with our fathers and our kids as well. Because my son revealed things to me that, you know, something as simple as, I don't always feel comfortable to talk to you. Mm-hmm. Blew my mind because I'm thinking in my head, we talk on the phone all the time. You stay with me a month and a half at a time on a regular basis. You know, during the pandemic, I got you so much. And, you know, we did schoolwork together. We talk about everything, in my opinion. But to hear him say that, it kind of like took me back. And I had to really sit back and say, why do he feel this way? Mm-hmm. So, yes, yeah, it's something heavy to to. Because, again, my grandmother said this a long time ago. And at the time that she said it, it didn't register to me. And I was just like, mm, okay, that's how you. My mother was talking about the things that my grandmother did that she didn't like and that upset her and what and what wasn't wrong, what wasn't right. My grandmother's response to that was, there's never been a rule book on how to be a parent. Yeah. And I was just like, man, that's cold. Like, that's your response to your child saying, but in reality, it's true because what you think is right don't necessarily mean I think that. The way you parent may not necessarily be how I parent. You know, you may try and parent so much different from what your parents gave you. And in reality, you may be hurting your kid Mm -hmm. all in all. So, yes, it's it's a heavy conversation to to deal with. But I definitely dealt with it. And and I want to put it on the pod to where hopefully it helps others. So again, thought provoking podcast, heart to heart to my son, coming soon. Shout out. Man, we approaching, we approaching uh, two. So you got anything you want to uh, add? He ain't said that, man. You're supposed to try it. I ain't even thinking about it. Uh, shit. Um, I guess to, just to go back to how we started the pod, um, like like we said, there's plenty of outlets out there for anybody looking to get into home ownership. You can hit any of us up on, on any of our socials. Um, it's like it's classes everywhere. We can put you in touch with a plethora of realtors and, and mortgage lenders and all of that. Because hey, it's time to get your own shit. Like and I'm glad again. Shout out to Will, you and Crystal, Trav, and a plethora of other people that lit the fire up under me. Like. Go ahead and get that shit. Like it's, I I can't be the only one, and and I'm not the only one. So yeah. And interest rates are super low at this yeah, point. You know when you when you years ago, you know 2007, 2008. I used to hear people have interest rates of seven, eight percent, and it was like they thought that that was good. And when I got my home, you know, I was at, I think I was at four point five percent. Um. And now I've refinanced my home to the point where I'm at 2.7. Yeah, I was going to say 2.7, 2.5, around that area is what I've been seeing in mm-hmm. some places. So that's that's good, especially if it's fixed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Woo. 
And they're going they're refinancing you and taking you that low without these inspections. Mm -hmm. They're doing drive by. Yeah, drive-by inspection. Take advantage of it while you can. Because, I mean, literally, yeah. it's no telling where the market is going to go mm -hmm. later on. Yeah, and then I know it's COVID. A lot of people lost their job. But yeah. they the jobs are looking to hire people now. So if you if you had not a job and you start working, then you build your way up. And if you've been working this whole time, like a lot of people have, because a lot of people were, like, essential. Mm -hmm. um, so... They said it's a perfect time to get into it. Most definitely. Especially if you look. So I know some people do just like, I'll just rent forever. But that ain't all in at home. And it's a totally different thing. And totally know, for us, it felt good. So I encourage everybody to do that. Most definitely. Um, so anything else? You want to plug the podcast again man for the third time thought provoking podcast coming soon gonna be on facebook instagram thought provoking podcast um heart to heart with my son make sure you tune in leave some feedback let me know what you think share your experience with your kids as well shout out to the ears one more time shout out to professor travis he's somewhere in the world making it happen <laughs> He's like, where's, where's uh, Walmart. Professor is San Diego, <laughs> whatever it was called. <laughs> man, well, uh, thank y'all for tuning in to Unfiltered University, man. We out. Catch y'all later.